0: Kotlin Multiplatform is designed with first-class, optional sharing for platforms beyond Android. That means, when people want to share networking, or data serialization, or algorithms, or any combination of these more than 10 things respondents say they are sharing, they can. With little to no risk to Android development, and manageable, minimal, and recoverable risk to iOS development. In this episode, I review the first-ever Kotlin Multiplatform survey by JetBrains and share implications for managers considering putting Kotlin Multiplatform into production at their company. Welcome to another episode of TouchLab Touchpoints. I'm Justin Mancinelli. JetBrains, the makers of Kotlin Multiplatform, have recently released the results of their first-ever Kotlin Multiplatform survey. They received over 1,000 replies, and over 600 of the respondents filled out the entire survey. If you've ever tried to get developers to fill out surveys before, you know just how difficult it can be to get them to reply, let alone get 60% of them to spend the time filling out the whole thing. That is, unless it has very few questions. But this survey was around 30 questions, with many requiring free-form answers. For more than half of respondents to fill out the whole thing, well, that is truly a testament to the passion this community has around Kotlin Multiplatform. Both JetBrains and TouchLab understand how important iOS developers are to the success of Kotlin Multiplatform. JetBrains was surprised to see as many as 8% of the respondents are from an iOS background. JetBrains is traditionally better known by developers with a history of Java, so it is not surprising to see 80% of respondents have a background in Android and backend development. Kotlin also saw tremendous adoption in the Android community since 2017, when Google announced it would be the official language for Android development. In that sense, it is similar to adoption of Swift on iOS, and that is why it is surprising But also impressive to see 8% of respondents coming from an iOS background. Kotlin Multiplatform will naturally get more interest from Kotlin developers. That is not the number to watch carefully. What we really need to see and expect to see going forward is an increase in iOS developer interest. When we look at years of development experience, respondents skew to a more senior level. This survey tells us 61.4% of respondents indicate five or more years of experience. When the JetBrains State of Developer Ecosystem 2020 results were released mid last year, we saw similar results. TouchLab also sees this trend with our clients. Now, JetBrains says it is a top priority to help less experienced developers get started with Kotlin Multiplatform. They've already started down that road, with the release of the KMM plugin for Android Studio. But there is so much more they can do. And so much more they will do. The real excitement here comes from seeing how confident developers are with Kotlin Multiplatform as a technology for mobile, mobile code sharing. Just like you can't ask people if they are willing to buy something to know whether they will buy it, developers getting excited about a technology doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be successful. It's when we see 56% of respondents have already released KMP into production that we really get excited. And the fact that 41% of respondents are building user-facing applications, and that 42% are sharing code between iOS and Android? Well, that means Kotlin Multiplatform Mobile is well on the path for much wider adoption. TouchLab has been talking about optional sharing as one of the main benefits of KMP since 2017. JetBrains underscores that thinking here by saying KMM was designed to help developers reuse their business logic between mobile platforms and still keep it native UI. They also make note that this original purpose is not stopping developers not stopping developers. Now, that is something important to keep in mind. When you have existing Android and iOS native apps, the need to keep moving forward with features and the need to continue deploying, but want to start leveraging shared code, you don't want to slow down much, you definitely don't want to stop, and you don't want to introduce too much risk. Kotlin is the first class language for Android. Android Studio is the first class IDE for Android. And Kotlin Multiplatform is designed with first class optional sharing for platforms beyond Android. That means when people want to share networking or data serialization or algorithms or any combination of these more than 10 things respondents say they are sharing, they can, with little to no risk. To Android development, and manageable minimal and recoverable risk to iOS development. JetBrains doesn't only want to know about successes, and they know that Kotlin Multiplatform isn't perfect. They have added and prioritized the roadmap to address respondent pain points. TouchLab has a strong partnership with JetBrains and a close relationship with Square to collaborate on improving the Kotlin Multiplatform ecosystem. Some of our open source work stemming from our collaborations are Stately, which facilitates working with the strict memory model, the Xcode Kotlin plugin, which supports debugging iOS applications from within Xcode and SQL which powers SQL delight on iOS and other native clients. As for dependency management, nearly 53% of respondents say that they would ideally like to use CocoaPods to bring KMP frameworks into their iOS apps. Notice this isn't about what they use now, but what they would like to use. Swift Package Manager is only top of mind for 25% of respondents. And this makes sense when you look at the state of iOS development. In the most recent iOS developer community survey, 68% of respondents use CocoaPods for personal apps, while a whopping 75% use it in their business apps. The trend for Swift Package Manager continues to increase, though. In the same community survey, SPM is used in less than 20% of business apps, but over 35% of personal apps. This shows that interest will continue to drive adoption of Swift Package Manager. And with 25% of KMM devs wanting to use SPM to integrate Kotlin frameworks into their iOS apps, JetBrains is making the right call when they say they will continue to watch the trend and consider it for their backlog. Developers these days don't think of documentation as reams of paper to sift through. They expect step-by-step guides, sample projects they can clone, and getting started wizards baked into their IDEs. JetBrains already has these, but they see developers are lacking samples of specific use cases, examples that are ready for production and articles to support growing demand from developers of different backgrounds, experience levels and app requirements. TouchLab started on CampKit specifically to support developers who needed to onboard quickly beyond the standard Hello World examples. We also collaborated with JetBrains to create the Kotlin concurrency hands-on tutorial, as well as their article, Introduce Your Team to KMM. Beyond our collaboration, it's great to see JetBrains reminding everyone that the community continues to create and maintain KMM resources. A few inspirational and useful community-driven resources that come to mind are John O'Reilly's People in Space, which leverages Jetpack Compose and Swift UI on top of Kotlin Multiplatform, Apollo GraphQL's multi-platform samples, and Russell Wolf's multi-platform settings, which he started before coming to work for TouchLab. So there you have it, more than a thousand replies, further proof of multi Multiplatform in production, further commitment from JetBrains, and a reminder that user feedback and community involvement are essential to Kotlin Multiplatform's success. JetBrains plans to continue to organize Kotlin Multiplatform surveys about twice a year. I am definitely looking forward to the next one, and I hope you are too. Thank you for listening, and remember to subscribe to hear more TouchLab Touchpoints.